Hello, cookbook friends. My name is Carrie. I'm here with Katie, and we are Cookbook Divas. Today's episode, we're bringing you all the new interesting cookbooks, or at least interesting to us, coming out the first week of July 2021. We're going to talk about some international cookbooks, food history, uh, health and dietary needs, baking cookbooks, probably our favorite. Yes, definitely. Miscellaneous cookbooks. And I think I shall start us off with the Turkish cookbook, which I cannot wait to look through on camera. And when I do that, I will post it to YouTube, IGTV, Facebook, and possibly our Pinterest. Mm -hmm. The Turkish cookbook is Exploring the Food of a Timeless Cuisine by Gili Basan. comes out July 7. Here's a quote that says, Greet a Turk and you will eat. Whether you are in the busy streets of Istanbul, in a small village in Anatolia, on the slopes above Bursa, or in a resort in the Mediterranean, the enticing aroma of grilling, baking, and spices fills the air. Ah! Some of the recipes in this cookbook include savory pastries filled with melting cheese, lamb roasted on a spit, eggplants that are smoked over charcoal, ottoman puddings, juicy apricots stuffed with rice, anchovy pilaf from the Black Sea coast, fiery kebabs from Adana, and honey, lots of honey. Mm. And I think I've seen this author's cookbooks before. Let me peek at some of the photos and recipes inside. There's a section of drinks. There's a smoked aubergine, i.e. eggplant and yogurt puree. Basically, that sounds like baba ganoush. There's potatoes baked with tomatoes and feta, which I never would have thought to combine, and that looks so good. Here's a cheese-filled pastry in lemon syrup. Black-eyed bean stew with spicy sausage, lamb kebabs in flatbed bread wraps, char-grilled sardines in vine leaves. I don't know where to get vine leaves. Hmm. And a salad with feta, chilies, and parsley. I am so looking forward to peeking through this on video with you. That is the Turkish cookbook, Exploring the Food of a Timeless Cuisine by Gili Basan. Next up, we have the Olive Oil and Sea Salt Companion Recipes and Remedies from the Countryman Pantry. It comes out July 6, 2021. It's by Susie Schur. This is a very cool cookbook for those that love kind of experimenting with salt, especially like creating your own flavored salt. So it guides you. It has recipes on how to create your own flavored salt. Some examples of that is vanilla salt rosemary salt, citrus salt, sriracha salt. Then we move on to mains. So utilizing some of those olive oil techniques or salt techniques that you find in the introduction and applying them to actual recipes. Some mains you'll find in here are home cured corned beef, classic pasta anglio e olio, We also have fantastic fried eggs. Next is vegetables and sides. So that includes olive oil, mashed potatoes. I think I prefer butter, but I'd be open to it. They also have a Greek style boiled eggs green or sorry, boiled greens or horta and then white bean mash with herb oil. Next, we have sips and snacks. And then, of course, we have sweets and baked things, which includes sea salted chocolate truffles, peanut butter and jelly bars, cherry almond olive oil granola. That sounds delightful. That sounds really good. And then we have like an easy as pie olive oil tart crust. Another interesting thing about this 
cookbook is that it's not just a cookbook. If you are into more naturopathic quote-unquote recipes, there are healing treatments for things, you know, like poison ivy, bug bites, those things. But that those aren't recipes that we're interested in. But it's cool that they have the addition with it. But olive oil and sea salt are very healthy for you, and this cookbook kind of emphasizes that. And it's just a really fun cookbook in general for home recipes to eat and then just eat recipes for your health. So that's the olive oil and sea salt companion recipes and remedies from the pantry by Susie Schur. Next up, we have three quick alcohol-related books, but they are not cookbooks, so I'm just going to tell you the title and move on, because they're not really related. But I think we were really, really thirsty for alcohol when we were going through <laughs> our notes. The first book is Bourbon and Bullets, True Stories of Whiskey, War, and Military Service by John C. Tramazzo. No recipes are in it, though. The second book is Bourbon Justice, How Whiskey Law Shaped America by Brian F. Hara. And again, no recipes, but if you care about the history of whiskey, you'll find this interesting. And the third book is Texas Whiskey, A Rich History of Distilling Whiskey in the Lone Star State by Nico Martini. And he's the only one I know a little bit about because he is the founder of Bar Drot, a mobile draught cocktail solutions. He is just kind of known for being a bartender. So that one was Texas Whiskey, A Rich History of Distilling Whiskey in the Lone Star State by Nico Martini. And now we're going to pivot back to food books that have recipes in them. Yeah, some I think the first bourbon history cookbook did have a few recipes in there. Oh, I stand but, corrected. No, it's fine because it's hard. There's so many with some recipes and it's mostly food history. So, you know, it's fine. The next one is also food history book. Also, it has more recipes in it versus no recipes. It is Jam, Jelly, and Marmalade, A Global History, Edible History. It's a part of a whole series of books. There's 80. This is the 89th book of the series. It's Whoa. by, yeah, I know. <laughs> it's by Sarah B. Hood. We learn about how there, she traces the history or the connections between sweet preserves and the temperance movement, the crusades, the prevention of scurvy, medieval banquets, Georgian dinner parties, Scottish breakfast, Joan of Arc. Wow, I did not realize jam, jelly, marmalade had such a rich history. That's amazing. So Sarah B. Hood also explores the birth of unique local specialties and treasured regional customs, the rise and fall of international marmalade mavens, the mobilization of volunteer preserve makers on a grand scale, and jam factory revolution. This is an interesting book. If you're really into food history, you should definitely check out the rest of the 89 books. It's amazing how much history or food has this history to look through and see how we've evolved and how foods evolved. So that's just a really cool thing. So that's Jam, Jelly, and Marmalade, A Global History. Comes out July 7th by Sarah B. Hood. Next up, we're in the Health and Dietary Needs Cookbooks with Raw and Free. Plant-Based Living for Health and Happiness by Sophie Stevens. Sophie has a hugely popular Instagram raw and free account, and she depicts her plant-based life with her gorgeous family. Her husband is professional surfer Ricardo Christie, and they have three young boys. So her cookbook has 100 delicious, vibrant, plant-based 
gluten-free and refined sugar-free recipes that she's devised. Hmm. Easy, family-friendly, whole food. She tells her story, says why plant-based, helps you get started with kitchen and pantry basics. And then she moves into smoothies and juices, breakfast and brunch, hearty salads, hot pots and warming mains, snacks and dips, raw treats, and the basics. I think the basics should be at the front of the book, but that's just me. That is Raw and Free, Plant-Based Living for Health and Happiness by Sophie Stevens. I have a gluten-free book as well. It is called Frugal Gluten-Free Cooking, 60 Family Favorite Recipes That Won't Break the Bank. It comes out July 6, 2021. It's by Melissa Erdelak. I wasn't really convinced with the cover because it almost looks like a takeout box to me, but I know I'm wrong. It's lasagna. (laughs) I love lasagna. But as some of you know, lasagna isn't gluten-free friendly, so learning how to make it gluten-free would be amazing. Let me take a peek of the table of contents. We have wallet-friendly weeknight comfort foods, thrifty Sunday suppers. I feel like my biggest meals are actually on Sundays, to be fair, but... Because you have time to cook finally. Exactly, yes. Uninterrupted. Uh, Yes. We have soups and salads for a steal, frugal fuel to start your day, break bread, not the bank. That's cute. And then we also have veggies, grains, and sides. Oh, my. So the photos in here are quite awesome. There is a photo, it seems like, for almost every single recipe. They are very approachable recipes, very cool. They they are some of your family favorites that you would find. So some recipe examples are chicken enchilada casseroles. There is a quick stovetop mac and cheese. Of course, so good. A garlic lemon butter shrimp and pasta and then we see a chicken cordon bleu casserole oh wow yeah a lot of really cool things that you'll find in here and they're all gluten-free and hopefully they're not going to break the bank because if you've at all shopped gluten-free everything is always double it seems like the normal price of a gluten-filled thing does yeah (laughs) so that is Frugal Gluten-Free Cooking, 60 Family Favorite Recipes That Won't Break the Bank. It's by Melissa Erdelak. Next up, I want to tell you about No Waste Save the Planet Vegan Cookbook, 100 Plant-Based Recipes, and 100 Kitchen-Tested Methods for Waste-Free Meatless Cooking by Celine Steen. Comes out July 6th. Cool. I love that her name rhymes, if I'm saying it correctly. (laughs) Celine Steen. That's very pretty. I really like no-waste cookbooks because I'm terrible and I wasted some food at a party I threw last night because I bought too much and I feel (laughs) bad. But we're going to be eating leftovers happily. Mm -hmm. And the world definitely doesn't need another vegan cookbook. But if this one teaches us how to do meatless cooking waste-free, I'm all for it. I'm going to peek at the table of contents, see what's going on in here. The chapters are Chapter 1, The Vegan No-Waste Kitchen, Chapter 2, Breakfast, featuring... Breakfast Grina Colada, a (laughs) pink latte, baked sweet potato bread, the whole lemon curd, lemon curd muffins. Chapter three is main courses. For example, Moroccan quinoa veggie bowl, savory sweet cluck-free strip sandwiches. Oh my goodness. Sleepy bul- oh, sloppy bulgogi, cashew sour cream and lasagna sauce. And what else is here? Chapter four is sides. For example, queso prees. Okay, she has a sense of humor. Oh, yeah. Pickled red onions, fennel kimchi, beet crumble, labneh, potato rosti, 
Chapter five is soups and stews, including roasted onion soup, kimchi pea stew. She <laughs> likes kimchi a lot, apparently. <laughs> Mushroom corn chip chili, root veggie gumbo. Chapter six is desserts and snacks, including beer nut shortbread, chocolate banana peanut pie, peanut fudge brownies, and any fruit frangipani galette. So that is No Waste Save the Planet Vegan Cookbook by Celine Steen. Next up, I'm going to go over this one pretty briefly. It's Healthy and Happy, Find Food Freedom and Create the Body You Love. Comes out July 6, 2021. It's by Julie Boer. And I just like the first part of this cook, this book. It's, quote, life is too short to spend your time consumed with food and a negative body image. End quote. Yes. I think we all need that message a little bit. So this is a diet book. I know I found recipes before and I wish I could share with you, share them with you now. But I do know that there are some interesting recipes in here and that are geared to trying to change your lifestyle versus, hey, I'm going on a diet and it's temporary. Eat healthier or eat for a better you and also a healthier mindset as well. So if you're interested in that kind of thing, that's Healthy and Happy, Find Food Freedom and Create the Body You Love by Julie Boer. Next up, it's a little early to think about fall, but... (gasps) By the time this book comes out July 6th, fall, there will be Halloween decorations in the store already, I guarantee (laughs) it. Oh, definitely. Take down all the flags of red, white, and blue and put up the Halloween. This is Feel Good Fall Baking, 105 Recipes the Whole Family Will Love by Centennial Kitchen. The publisher writes, whether you're craving a novelty like pumpkin whoopie pies, an old favorite like Kentucky butter cake, or a classic French caramel custard, there's a dish to make your mouth water and inspire you to spend some quality time in the kitchen. Uh, They also continue on that Americans have been on a baking bender. True. Mm -hmm. We've been stuck at home during the pandemic. We've rediscovered the joys of caramel pull-apart cake, chewy molasses cookies, cheddar biscuits pulled piping hot from the oven oh man wow family fall baking was written to focus on the types of recipes that people love best there's 100 original recipes for pies and tarts cakes and cheesecakes cookies and bars quick breads yeast breads scones rolls and biscuits cobblers and crisps and they'll use all of our favorite fall ingredients including pumpkin and pumpkin spice apples and apple cider pears and cranberries So that's Feel Good Fall Baking, 105 Recipes the Whole Family Will Love by Centennial Kitchen. Next is a cookbook I'm super excited about. It's Dana's Bakery, 100 Decadent Recipes for Unique Desserts by Dana Pollock. She had one of the first exclusively online bakeries, and I believe she was the one that, I guess, created the Mookie which is the macaron baked inside of a cookie contraption that looks amazing <laughs> and <laughs> delightful. And That's I'm, cool. Yes. I love the name, too. It's Mookie. It's so cute. Okay, if you want to feel good about everything ever, you need to bake out of this cookbook because it is just filled with rainbows and colors, and it's just fun. It's the most fun baking cookbook I've seen in a while. And she plays like you can just see that. So some of the things in the table of contents you'll see is taste the rainbow, death by chocolate, (laughs) breakfast all day, 
So there's a lot. She has this famous fruity cereal macaron that sounds great. Oh, so good. And then a Frosted Flakes no-bake cheesecake. So that's in the breakfast all day. Just a glimpse of that. We also have a cookie dough section, a PB&J section, s'mores section, birthday cake, citrus, which you'll you'll see like lemon bars, orange creamsicle meringue, mango lime sorbet. So all the really awesome tangy flavors. There's also the basic B word, which has uh, things that I personally love. So vanilla bean scones. We have banana cream pie. Why is that basic? I love it. They have vanilla bread pudding. There's a lot of great things in that chapter. They have a whole chapter on red velvet, which is my favorite. And then cup of joe, which has mocha meringues, mocha cream puffs. So anybody who loves coffee or mocha, that that's your chapter. The photos in here are glorious. And I believe there is a photo for every single recipe Yay! in here. As and there the, should be. There should be. And the desserts are just like so over the top, so awesome. And she breaks things down so that you can kind of take off on your own and make your own amazing little creations versus, you know, being stuck with, okay, here's my ordinary chocolate chip cookie. She really tries to emphasize having fun while you're baking. And I think we all need... It doesn't have to be serious business. I really like that. She also includes pro tips throughout her cookbook. So things that might be a little extra. So like if you don't have caster sugar where you live, where can you find it or what are good substitutes? So she's really mindful throughout her recipe, her recipes, including things like gluten free or nut free or even vegan recipes. So or alternatives she provides in there. It's a really cool cookbook. I highly recommend it. So that's Dana's Bakery, 100 Decadent Recipes for Unique Desserts. It comes out July 6th by Dana Pollock. Next up, here's a cookbook I have to, have to, have to buy. It's called Modern Freezer Meals, Simple Recipes to Cook <laughs> Now and Freeze for Later. Why oh are you laughing? I'm la- are you laughing, laughing at me? <laughs> I mean, a little bit, a little bit, but I totally agree because, like, I I don't know how to utilize my freezer, and I get really scared of freezing food, to be perfectly honest. Like, I want to do it, and then I end up wasting it, so I feel like I'm not utilizing this tool, my freezer. So it'd be cool to have this cookbook, but I know you like your freezer, too. Well, (laughs) it's all in the labeling. If you put what it is and when you froze it, it helps you pull it out later and go, oh, that's not from 1999. That's actually from last month. <laughs> I think that's why I'm scared because I've I've seen some really atrocious freezers in my lifetime. Uh, not yours, I promise. Thank you. <laughs> we I admit we do have a mystery chili in there that I think Uh-oh. has to go bye bye. Uh oh. So anyway, this book is Modern Freezer Meals: Simple Recipes to Cook Now and Freeze for Later by Allie Rosen. Comes out July 6, and the publisher writes that. Frozen food guru, Allie Rosen, offers proper packing and labeling techniques, like I just said, (laughs) to shatter some of the myths around freezer meals. The days of freezer burn or giant blocks of unwieldy meals are replaced by dozens of dishes that stand up to the cold, including biscuits, mashed potato bell peppers, cherry chocolate cookies, ricotta gnocchi, and so much more. That's about all I can say since we don't have a sneak peek available of this. That's Modern Freezer Meals by Allie Rosen. 
The next cookbook on my list is the Complete Sausage Cookbook. Make over 300 kinds of sausage. It's by Ellen Brown. It comes out July 6th. I'm surprised it's not coming out before 4th of July because I think like the whole hot dogs or sausage or, you know, that that's pretty traditional 4th of July barbecue food. That's okay. We can enjoy it all summer long. And I was saving Carrie and taking this cookbook. Thank I remember, you. Yeah. <laughs> my uh, old roommate and I and my husband, we used to have, we actually did used to go to a butcher and get some freshly made sausages and have fun movie nights with like traditional sausage with sauerkraut and mustard and all of that awesome stuff. But I know after a while we were kind of getting a little bored of it. And I would have loved this cookbook just kind of almost to give to my roommate because he he loves sausage so that we can learn how to do our own sausage or learn how to use sausage in different ways. So certain ways would be more of a traditional like British bangers and mash, of course, which when he did come into town, I did make that because it was St. Patty's Day. And then I know that was probably not the right choice of food. But then we also have breakfast sausage with dried fruit. I never really thought about pairing, but that makes sense, especially with pork and then fruit. We also have a sweet Italian sausage. So they not only give you a whole recipe, but how to actually make certain sausages yourself. You can get, you know, ground. You don't have to actually grind your own meat either. You can get pre-ground. Sorry pre-ground meat and then you just spice it with certain ingredients so this whole list is perfect for if you want to actually do your own spicing plus secret it does actually save you money because you can spice your own plain ground meat without having to buy you know sweet italian sausage at the store which is at extra a few you know a few extra dollars so you can learn how to do this yourself if you love sausage for all times of the day. There are 300 recipes in here. This is technically a cider mill press book, so one of our favorites. That's why there's so many awesome pictures in here for every recipe. There's so many recipes, and they're super approachable, very easy recipes. That's the Complete Sausage Cookbook. Make over 300 kinds of sausage by Ellen Brown. My final cookbook is Quick and Easy Dinner Solutions, Simple Meal Plans for Your Family Throughout the Week by Jenny Warson. Let me take a peek and find out. Oh, and the photographer is Ulrika Pousset. They are 70 delicious low-cost recipes for meat, seafood, vegetarian, dessert, and party dishes. Yay! Oh, cool. For example, Creole stew with chorizo, homemade chicken nuggets, family-sized meatloaf, spicy shrimp tacos with guacamole, creamy vegetarian pasta, signature family pizza, pecan pie, and more. So we don't have a way to look at the pictures inside. The cover's kind of boring, but if you need a quick and easy dinner solution cookbook, it is not very expensive. You can find it on Amazon via the affiliate link in our show notes. That's Quick and Easy Dinner Solutions by Jenny Warson. The final cookbook that I wanted to share with you guys today is Cider Revolution, your DIY guide to cider and pet nat. It comes out July 6th. I wasn't really sure about this because the cover is so wild and funky and and just really fun. But then when I dug into it a little bit more, I was like, you know what? We share cookbooks or 
cocktail books, spirit books about, you know, wine making or beer making. And I was like, we haven't had one with cider making. So this was a fun one to find. Some of the chapters you'll find in here are what is cider? So learning what cider actually is in the process. We have harvesting, juicing, fermenting, aging, and bottle fermentation. There is a chapter that is a step-by-step. Then we have recipes, so some of their recipes that they want to share. And that includes, this one sounds fun, disco cider. There is a... (laughs) Does it have glitter in it? (laughs) I don't know. I I hope it does. They have orange cider, sweet cider, folk cider. They have a pet gnat with plums also in here. But they're really encouraging you to learn how to make your own cider eventually. So learning how to choose your own fruit and combinations, which that would be really fun. And there's another, there's a couple more chapters. There's the theory behind the bubbles. I never thought about that. Like, why why did we add bubbles to cider versus not, you know, like, why yeah. didn't we just keep it flat? And then we have fruit lexicon as another one, which we have apples, pears, plums, grapes, etc. for your different cider lexicon needs. I just thought this was fun. If you're in cider's way easier to do than wine, obviously. Um, it's more side by side with beer, I would say, like as far as the process goes. I think the materials and stuff are on par with beer making. Yeah, and you don't have to wait as long as wine because you're not aging cider. <laughs> Absolutely, exactly. So this would just be really fun to experiment with. I wish we had it a little early, like during 2020 when we were all like, you know, bored out of our minds. But this is fun. And this would be cool to learn over the summertime so that when the holidays do come along, we can present. Here's our homemade cider. That would just be really cool and fun and a great gift, too. So that is Cider Revolution, your DIY guide to cider and pet nat. It comes out July 6th. And that is the last cookbook for our cookbook roundup for the first week of July. So after the holidays, thank you so much for listening to the Cookbook Divas podcast and make sure to subscribe. Try to tune in every Tuesdays for our mini-sode and Fridays for our every weekly roundup. Sometimes we'll surprise you with other things. Check out our Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube at Cookbook Divas. We try to do reels and videos. Carrie loves to do look-throughs. She's really awesome at it. And then we also like to do our blog at cookbookdivas.com whenever we've missed some cookbooks or we find something really cool and interesting. Thank you again, and we'll see you soon.